listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pova with Cuba, America's Top Dog. I am your host, Bob Shaughnessy, and along with Cuba, who is sitting here. We hope you enjoyed our last show with Justin Silver. If you haven't listened to it yet, please go to pawtalkshow.com, episode 24. Today, we have a very special celebrity guest, Lorenzo Borghese. Cuba and I met Lorenzo for the first time about five years ago when he awarded Cuba something very special. And we'll be talking to Lorenzo about that in a few minutes. And we will be right with him as soon as we take a break and let our sponsors have a few words. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to our show, Povo with Cuba America's Top Dog. Joining us now is Lorenzo Borghese, who many of you first became aware of probably when he was, well, he still is the Prince Lorenzo Borghese in the 2006 Bachelor CBS series. We'll see if he'll talk about that a little bit later. Lorenzo is an animal advocate for many years. He helps many shelters and charities. Plus, he's the founder of Animal Aid USA, which we'll talk about later in the show. He is the founder and president of Royal Treatment, a pet line created for his beloved black lab, Bella. As well, he's the founder and president of the Royal Pet Club. Plus, we'll talk to him about his new book, The Princess to Nowhere. Lorenzo, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Why don't we first, I mean, everyone knows you're from The Bachelor probably, so why don't just tell us a little bit about your experience when you were on the show. Oh, I don't even know where it started. It was in 2006, and I think um, I think you said it was CBS, but it's ABC. So oh, it was ABC. Okay, it's ABC, and um, I, you know, my experience. I enjoyed some aspect of the, of the show. I hated other aspects of it. <laughs> But uh, all in all, I'm really glad I did it. I met some great people. And I guess what's just as important is that it allowed me to share with the people that watch the show uh, about what I do and what my interests are. And obviously, one being animals, you know, it was, it was a great platform to talk about what I love. Right. Yes, for sure. But you also want to, we want a couple of other reality shows. I had read that yeah. one. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did one in Holland, which was called Undercover Princess Looking for Wise. But they had just told me it was a show about me just going undercover and working at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> they didn't tell me it was going to be me looking for a wife. I only found that out after the show aired what the title meant because it was oh, Dutch and I translated it. <laughs> no, but uh, it was still, you know, it was fun and they didn't put any pressure on me to, you know, find a wife. But 
that was the name of the show. Then I did this, uh, I guess last September, I did Celebrity Big Brother in the UK, which was actually really fun. And um, then I've appeared on a couple other shows like Miss Advise, which was on Bravo. I've appeared on The Housewives. I did Selling New York. I've done a lot of reality. Yeah, you've done a lot. No, yeah. I remember the spoof that you did, the America's Next Top Dog Princess. Yeah, and that was that was sort of, um, I was the butler to a dog, Bond, and Bond was looking for a wife, and I was uh, helping him find one. And the season ends where he doesn't find his wife. Actually, he loses all his money in a scam. And the girl he was going to pick, the dog he was going to pick, um, doesn't want to be with him anymore because he lost all his money. But what she doesn't realize is that he also saved a lot and buried it. So <laughs> that sort of uh, was a cliffhanger for season two, which we haven't done yet. <laughs> oh, that was cute, though. And that's actually how we met you, because in 2009, Cuba won the title of Royal Pet Club's America's Top Dog. That's right. And yeah. Cuba won that award because of all the votes Cuba got. As and I remember. Not, yeah. And obviously Cuba's a great looking dog, but the dog has a ton of support. And I think Cuba won by landslide. Yes. He had over 7,000 votes, I remember. Yeah. I mean, and I think the, the closest other one was maybe 4,000. So, yep. Cuba won the award and took home a prize. I forget what, I mean, there was a bunch of uh, royal treatment products, I believe. Yeah, it was $1,000 worth of products, well, and we donated it to Animal Haven. I remember. That, is, that, yeah. that was incredible, and, and hopefully it went a long way for them. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they really appreciated it. Okay, and the Royal Pet Club, um, if I understand this right, the royal treatment are the products, and the name of the company is the Royal Pet Club, right? Yeah, that's correct. My product line is called Royal Treatment, and the home of Royal Treatment is Royal Pet Club, and it's it's a free club that provides discounts for my products, and it also just provides regular retail prices, but uh, you don't have to be a member to buy the, the products, but it's just it's the home for royal treatment-based products. Tell us a little bit about the royal treatment products, because I know there's a couple of years of research. and Yeah, well, you know, besides them being the best in the world, as you know, right? Yes, we've tried them yeah, many I mean, times. I created it back in 2002 because I had a black lab. Uh, her name was Belle, and she had really dry skin, and I did a bunch of research, and I brought her to the vet. And I asked my vet what was wrong with her. You know, why was she scratching all the time? And he said, well, you're probably bathing her too often and the shampoo is causing her to scratch because it pulls all the oils off her skin and it creates dryness. And to me, I felt that made no sense because we can bathe ourselves numerous times a day and our skin doesn't get dry. So after two years of research, I found out that there was, you know, these very cheap chemicals that were being put into pet shampoos that were causing the dryness, which were uh, pulling oils and lipids off the skin and creating that dry, brittle coat and, and that, that irritation on the skin. And so what I did is that I replaced those cheap chemicals with natural ingredients and I made the shampoo formula pH balanced. I don't know if you know this, but a dog has what's called a pH level of higher than ours. Ours is, you know, human skin has about a 5.5 where a dog is roughly seven. So if you're using your own shampoo or a, pet or a human shampoo on their skin, it can create irritation as well. So I made sure the shampoo was properly balanced for the dog's sensitive skin and made it tearless, uh, used organic ingredients. And what happened was a miracle. Her skin wasn't dry anymore. She wasn't flaking. She wasn't mm -hmm. itching. And then fortunately, I had contacts at HSN, which is the home shopping network. And I, I met with them. I said, I want to start selling shampoos on, on your network for dogs. And they let me and uh, I'm very thankful for them. That was 12 years ago. And since that time, I've really expanded the line. I do wipes, I do supplements, I do beds, etc. And I've been on that network for 12 years and just been having a great time doing it. It's funny. I actually knew what the pH of a dog was, but I didn't know what ours was. <laughs> yeah, ours is 5.5. We have acidic skin. So I 
related to, I don't know if you've ever had a fish, Bob, or you've sure. seen... Yeah, that's why, yeah, fish tanks. Yeah, and if the pH is off, what happens is that the, the scales on the fish start to flake off and it, and it can really burn their skin. And that's the first sign that the pH is off in the water and you need to change the pH. And that's what can sort of happen with the dog skin. If the pH is off, it can create irritation, it can even burn the skin. So, you know, don't ever use your shampoo on your dog because it's a different pH level. I've used his on me, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> well we, have, uh, we have tougher skin, by the way. Ours is three to five times thicker than a dog's skin, so we can handle it where a dog cannot. Right. Oh, that's interesting. So. Now, are the products made in Italy? Yeah, all my grooming products are made in Italy, and I went to Italy not just because I love visiting my facility there and eating the pasta and having the wine, etc., and I, I just love going there, but I decided to manufacture out of Italy because I had contacts there, and number two, Italy is known for, for its food, and what makes food is obviously the ingredients, the natural ingredients that they use, you know, the tomatoes, the oranges, the almonds, all of these ingredients which come from Italy are known to be, uh, in a way, superior so I wanted to use those same ingredients, the same oranges, the same almonds that they use, you know, that they eat and they put in their skincare products for people. I wanted to do that same philosophy for animals, and that's why I decided to manufacture everything out of Italy. And for people who don't know this, your family is also was in the human care product business, well, right? Yeah. My mother and brother actually have been on Home Shopping Network HSN for, I think, almost 20 years, and they sell a line called Perlier, which is all out of Italy, and it's the number one skincare line in Italy. And it's sold all over the world. And fortunately, you know, they brought it to the U.S. and it's been doing very well here. I didn't realize what the name was, but I certainly know the product. Okay, well, we're going to take a commercial break right now. And we'll come back and we'll talk about Animal Aid USA. It's time for a walk down Fifth Avenue, of course. We'll be right back after we do a little shopping. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's 
Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. Welcome back to Porvo with Cuba America's Top Dog. And with us today is Lorenzo Borghese. And we're just about to talk about one of the, um, not a charity, but what would you call it, Lorenzo? I'd call it a not-for-profit. Not-for-profit. It's called Animal Aid USA. And why don't you tell us about how you started it and what it's all about? Well, I got an email from this, uh, probably the biggest animal lover I've ever met. Her name's Karen Talbot. And she had her own organization called Moms, which which is a group of people from South New Jersey. They drive down to Georgia every month, and they went and were rescuing animals out of a really bad area of Georgia. And that all started because her son was, I guess, 10 at the time, and she was the head of her son's PTA. And instead of doing, you know, a, a food-a-thon, et cetera, she said, well, why don't we do an adopt-a-thon? And the school agreed, and she started doing research and found out that Georgia had a horrible reputation for how they treat animals, and she decided to start going down to Georgia. And on the first trip she took, she brought back over 100 dogs, and the school was able to adopt them all, and it was a huge success. And at that point, she decided she couldn't stop, you know, after just one trip, she had to keep going. So on her second trip, she brought all the students down with her, and there was a police escort, and she had this sort of turned into a 22-minute documentary, which she sent me, and I was blown away with what she was doing. And within three weeks, I went down with her. It was Thanksgiving weekend. This was two years ago. And I went down on one of the caravans and I saw what was going on and how incredible it was. And I said, okay, let's start our, our own organization called Animal Aid USA, in which we're all 100% volunteers. No one gets a paycheck. We don't have any pension plans. We don't have any rent that we've got to cover. And we make sure that every money that's donated goes directly to the animals. And we started doing that a little over two years ago. And as of now, we're rescuing over 100 dogs per month on an average basis. Last month, we partnered up with Dogs on Death Row, the ASPCA, the Humane Society of the United States, Guardians of Rescue, and Pods and Paws, and we saved over 500 dogs last month over one weekend in Georgia, and it was the biggest adoption rescue event in the state of Georgia. Wow, 500. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, well, Karen is incredible at what she does. She works nonstop in saving these animals. Um, what we do is we, we pull them from the kill shelters, we bring them over to our ranch, we spay and neuter them if they need to be spayed and neutered, we treat them with, for heartworm, etc. We get them their health certificates, and then we drive them, usually the majority of them up north, to receiving rescues, and they love working with us because obviously they're getting a healthy animal that's ready for adoption. Now, where do the, 500, where do the animals come from? They come from, from Georgia, from Liberty County, Georgia. I mean, they uh, are in, like, picked up as strays or? Well, some are in the animal shelter there. I mean, you know, there's dozens drop out per day, unfortunately. Oh. And then some came from Fort Stewart military base. And the sad truth is, and this, is, this was new to me, but when soldiers are deployed, they look for, you know, someone to take their dog. And a lot of times they can't find anybody, and the military bases actually do have kennels on the military base. That military base will keep the dog for three days, and if they can't find a home for it, which from what I understand is the majority of the case, they euthanize them. So what's sort of sick of what's going on out there is that our soldiers that are being deployed are leaving their animals behind 
and they can't help but to leave them behind because they're not allowed to bring them with them. And what we're doing is we're destroying them because we, we won't hold on to them and we can't find them a home. So it's, I guess, easy to destroy them. So what we did was that we actually emptied out Fort Stewart shelter when we were down there as well. And some of these dogs are, also, are actually going to become therapy dogs for soldiers that come back you know, with trauma, etc., from fighting over in Afghanistan and, and other places they've been. So these dogs that were going to be destroyed are fortunately now becoming therapy dogs to help the soldiers. So a lot of these dogs, I mean, they're trained in everything because they've already lived with soldiers. Oh, yeah. so, well, and also, you know, a lot of people want purebreds, etc. I mean, you know, you have labs, retrievers, uh, cocker spaniels. I mean, you have all these wonderful dogs. And then you have the mutts too, which we all love as well. But these are all dogs that have had a home that were loved. And all of a sudden, the soldiers deployed, not on, you know, obviously the soldier can't, can't control it. And they say, no, you can't bring the dog with you. And all of a sudden, this soldier's in the middle of southern Georgia with, without anybody else to take the dog, and it goes into the kennel. Amazing. Now, for our listeners who want to help, what can they do to help? Well, they can go to my site, animalaidusa.org. We love any donations you can provide us. Um, we're all volunteers, as I mentioned. And everything we do, even our vetting, we use our own money to do this. And we travel to Georgia once a month back and forth to make sure these animals find home. Wow. For our listeners, if you go to the Paw Talk Show episode 25, we actually have some photos here of Miracle Ranch and we'll go through them and I know I think you're having some problems with where it is or something. They want to throw you out. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we have a license with agriculture in the state of Georgia which allows us to have this property there and unfortunately, we have uh, some neighbors that don't like the fact that there's dogs on our property and they want to kick us out now they have there's been not one written complaint but from what i understand there's a lot of corruption down there and there was a commissioner's meeting and the commissioner said that they wanted us out in december and so then i went public with this and we started getting a lot of support which states they cannot throw us out however we've been threatened there's been gunfire and i'm not exaggerating there's been there's been death threats about this and I don't want to put anybody in danger, so we have agreed that our last caravan down to Miracle Ranch, which is this ranch that we created, will be in January. We're going to film this, and we hope to get a lot of awareness about what's going on, and we want to continue our mission, but we also want to make sure that no one's hurt. So, as I mentioned, we will be leaving our ranch behind. However, our mission will not stop, and we will continue to work with the shelters in that area. We will continue to do our caravans, but we will not have property anymore. That's horrible, yeah. Unless we can find some land and, you know, if, if anybody has, has land in northern Florida or southern Georgia that they, that they would love to, to donate for a tax write-off that we could put our shelter and move our shelter to, we would love that. But as of now, we're just going to close it down and make sure everybody's safe and then make sure that the dogs that we have there are going to be safe until our last caravan, which again is January, at least down to Miracle Ranch. That's a shame. So somebody, you own some land in Georgia or Florida? Call them. <laughs> yeah, um, let, let us know. I know we have some listeners from Georgia on that'll be listening to the show. So you built the ranch, right? Yeah, we built the ranch. We built the kennels. We also have our own spay and neuter clinic on there. It's a really unique setup. We have volunteers that come after school. You know, we have students that come there after school to volunteer on the ranch and play and walk the dogs. I mean, it's a really cool place. And, you know, unfortunately, I guess there's some people that don't like animals that are in the area that just want us out. And they feel that they can kick us out without our legal due process and just to make things easier and to not, to, you know, to make sure no one's hurt. We decided that we would, again, have our last caravan in January, at least going down to that ranch. 
well, let's hope someone you find some property and you're able to have another one. It's still the yeah. cost of building it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's it, obviously it'll cost money, but I always feel that you know when one door closes, another one opens, and hopefully that door leads to, to better things for us. Yes. Well, thank you for educating us on that. Next, we're, you're just, I don't know when you wrote this book, Princess of Nowhere? Yeah, I wrote it, uh, I guess it came out uh, maybe three to five years ago. You know, now as I'm getting older, everything shrinks in time, right? <laughs> so it's probably about, I'm going to guess about four years ago. I forget the exact year that, that it launched. I mean, it took me three years to write it, so maybe that's why it's a little fuzzy for me. What's the book about? It's about my relative Paulina Bonaparte Borghese, who was married to uh, my great-great-uncle, who was Camilo Borghese, and Paulina was Napoleon's favorite sibling. She was the only one of his siblings that went to Elba with him when he was exiled, and this was an arranged marriage that Napoleon created because he wanted an alliance to Italy, and he wanted an alliance to the Vatican Church. And at that time, and you know, ever since the 1600s, the Borghese, my, my family has been very involved with the Vatican Church, including I had a pope. Actually, I have two relatives that have been a pope, cardinals, etc. And the family had a lot of land throughout Italy, through, uh, especially in the central region of Italy, and Napoleon wanted an alliance. So he made his sister, forced her to marry Camillo, and it was a very rocky relationship. There was a lot of infidelity. They were extremely jealous, and uh, believe it or not, it's a love story. And at the end of the book, when Paulina is dying, she and Camilo make up, but at that time, it's too late. Uh, for people who want to buy the book, just click on it on the page, and it'll take you to you'll be able to purchase it. Even Animal Aid USA, there's a click-through, and the Miracle Ranch. So if you want to donate, be sure to click through, and you'll be able to help with the animals or buy the book. Another thing that you are always very active in is Celebrity Catwalk. And yes, and a, a, another great event. And this, I have a good friend, Jennifer, who is responsible for it. This is going to happen on December 7th here in New York City, and this is to help raise money for homeless animals here in the New York City area. Yes, and there's actually a video, a little commercial you're doing there, and there's one from the last event, too, because you've been involved with her for a couple of years now. Yeah, and I find, uh, I, for those of you who are in the New York City area and, and who have met Jennifer, I'm sure you can agree that uh, she's a really incredible person. I'm always happy to help her out, and her heart's in the right place, and she's a big animal lover. So whenever she asks me to do something for Celebrity Catwalk, I'm more than happy to because I know that it's going to a great cause. Yes, it is, and she's she's actually was on our show maybe four months ago. Oh, really? Uh, Yes, she's very good. I mean, everyone yeah, loves she, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got a ton of energy. She's always happy. Um, really, really sweet woman. So, you know, it's very hard to say no to her. And why would you? <laughs> well, unfortunately, we're not going to see you on December 7th because we're going to be on vacation. But oh, where are you going to be? St. Bart's. Oh, well, a great place. <laughs> with Cuba. He went last year with us, too. Oh, great. I'm sure Cuba loves St. Bart's. <laughs> yeah, he certainly does. He's allowed everywhere. You go to every restaurant. <laughs> quick story he was last year we we're on the beach for um walking back to our place and this woman yells is that a havanese is that a havanese and i said yeah we went over said hello to her she said would you like to stop by and say hello to me in town tonight i'm staying in my boat well we went to visit her cuba got the invitation but we went to visit her and she had a 161 foot yacht oh my gosh did she have <laughs> any dogs on it no she had you know, any people except the crew well, I'm surprised she let Cuba go home with you. No, believe me, she would have taken him in a minute. It was so funny. We're, we're walking down the wharf and all of a sudden you're, someone say, Cuba, we've been expecting you. Um, <laughs> it was funny. It really was. But yeah, I he believe. loves St. Bart's. So we'll be well, there again. Yeah, this and, year. and, and uh, everything's better on a, on a 161-foot yacht, right? <laughs> I have to say, I'd never been on one that nearly that size. 
No, I mean, that's, I've been on, I think the biggest one I've been on is 75 feet, and that seemed big enough, you know, so you double that, and it was for one person. Well, right? she was on it. She was the only one on it. I mean, her yeah. husband was not there. Well, I think they need to get more friends then. <laughs> she actually went on it to get away from everybody. Yeah. She actually lives in San Francisco, and she flew down just a week to be by herself, I think. Uh, but no, the I'm boat's sure. actually yeah. for sale. The yacht's for sale. Oh. I just saw it. Yep. I don't remember it, the price tag, but. Actually, I'm sure it's an okay price tag. The issue with those boats is the maintenance on them, which I'm sure you can imagine what it costs to dock them for the fuel. I mean, it's just crazy. Yes, and the crew. I mean, I don't even know how many. You must have had six to eight crew members. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think that the best thing about a yacht is being on it when you don't own it. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I think that's why it's for sale. Yeah. Um, But if anyone wants to buy it, the yacht is called the Blind Date. Oh, it's, it's a good name, too. Yeah. Well, I know you have something new coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I wish I knew more information. I'm just doing a, I'm working on a, another reality show. We're supposed to start filming this week. It's due to launch on the Esquire Network, which replaced Style Network in April. Uh. So, you know, hopefully it'll be a really entertaining show. As, uh, as I said, I don't know much about it yet, except that we start filming in two days. <laughs> I'm sure they'll cover uh, a bit about rural treatment and, and, uh, and the ranch and animal aid. And I think I convinced him to film our last caravan. Okay. So, yeah, so everyone can see in April what I'm talking about and what's going on down there and learn more about animal aid. Does it have a name yet? It doesn't. Okay, so we can't, so, we can't ask people to watch it April yet. You, well, you can have them look up Lorenzo Esquire TV show April, whenever April comes around, and hopefully they'll find it. I'm sure, especially us in New York, we'll all know about it. Yeah. And it's going to be filmed here in New York? Yep, it's going to be filmed primarily in New York. Um, obviously, if they film the caravan, it'll be... the there'll be some filming in Georgia and maybe even Jacksonville but the majority of the filming is going to be in New York City great well thank you Lorenzo you certainly gave us a good education today and we learned a lot well listen I'm, I'm happy to be on the show and thanks for, for doing this oh, our pleasure and maybe yeah, we'll talk to you again in April when the show starts yeah sounds great and uh, have a great time with Cuba and St. Paul I'm jealous <laughs> okay thank you alright talk to you soon We'd also like to thank our listeners for listening today and the producers of our Paw Talk Show. And join us next show. We will have the Paw Vogue pet fashion designer, Lola Tiegland, who is also the founder of DP Family's Pup Scout Troop 12 in Hollywood. And Troop 12 has been very busy. So learn about them next show. And thank you and have a good week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.